going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is Muscle, and this is another Two Line Music Huts Entertainment Report podcast. And today, we have a really special guest in the building. Listen, this is a singer, songwriter, and a self-professed, sophisticated stoner. She has out a brand new song right now called Give Me The Light. And listen, we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff here. You know we have in the building today? We have Bella Blair in the building today. What's going on, my sister? Hi, I'm so good. How are you? <laughs> I'm excellent. Thank you so very much for joining us on the Entertainment Report podcast today. No, thank you for having me. No problem. <laughs> Not a problem. Thank you. All right, let's get let's get into your your background here because you've done a lot, and I need these people to really know how much you've done over such a short period of time. All right. Yep. <laughs> all right. So first of all, what was Bella Blair like as a child growing up? And where did you grow up? Oh, man. Of course, I'm Jamaican. I grew up in Jamaica. Um, I was born in St. Andrew U.A. Hospital. And then mommy took me home to, well, for a short while I lived in Kentire. That's Papine. And then we moved to Montgomery Avenue um, just after I was born. So that's really where I grew up, you know, um, experienced childhood moments. I went to Lanaman's Preparatory School, which was around the road from my house. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up in Kingston. Um, Montgomery's off Hagley Park Road for people who, who yeah. don't know. And yeah, as a kid, I was, I was super intelligent. I started reading at the age of two. Okay. like reading big books <laughs> um and i was overzealous i was very inquisitive i was very curious and i was very interested in the performing arts but i have to give credit to the the teachers at my prep school because they saw that you know them say hmm something about this look up in here now and mr taylor miss daly miss cephas those are my my performing arts teachers, them should mean everything. Dancing, them should me. Drama, them should me. Music, them should be. Everything that I know now, I can say I'll give credit to where I started in prep school because it set a foundation for where I am today. You know what I mean? In prep school, we entered festivals, JCDC festivals. The, that's the most um, popular one, or should I say, the best accredited <laughs> when it comes down to performing arts. And yeah, so they showed me everything. We went to per, um, competitions. I won my first um, medal in JCDC doing the poetry at the age of four. Four. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I was really young, you know, I was really, but I was so excited to do everything. And I was so, you know, eager to just do any and everything. And as I said, I was intelligent, I could read, I could do book work at the same time. So it's like a balance out, you know? <laughs> yeah, I, I could see that even right now, your inquisitive nature, it hasn't left you. I think that's what is your driving force right now. You want to know, you want to try, you want to taste, you want to, you want to, you want to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you understand. That's, that's me to the core. <laughs> okay 100 i could see that from watching your videos from back then until right now because me personally how i was introduced to you was through comedy yeah you understand a lot, what a lot you of into? yeah you know says so a book ups thing <laughs> because i didn't even know i was funny <laughs> i'm like okay. wait people like this people, people think this is funny 
you know, it's, it's really a book of thing. And, and I came across it when I was in university. I went to the University of the West Indies okay. where I was pursuing a Bachelor of Arts in mass communications. So we had specializations at the time and I was specializing in TV. So when you specialize in TV, you know, they teach you how to edit, they teach you how to present, they teach you all of the aspects of TV so you can decide after you graduate what you want to do, you know? So in my second year, I was learning how to edit videos. Well, we, we touched on editing in first year, but not so much. When you do your um, specialization, I'm go in-depth and thing, right? So I was learning how to edit videos and thing. One day I was home bored, just get my brand new computer, come save up my money and buy my brand new computer. And then I say, you know, somebody needs something for edit, but I never want to just rip a video from YouTube and edit it. So I wrote up a script and after I write up the script now, I said, but okay, me'll act it out, you know? And, you know, the performing arts background that I had, of course, I was exposed to drama and, you know, doing different characters and stuff. So I acted out something. The first skit, I think, was um, Punchy since Foreign Cousins a Shop or something like that. <laughs> yeah, I played all the characters, edit the video, put it out on Facebook. And YouTube was very new at that time. And I put it up on YouTube too. Next thing I know, people start watch and share and laugh and watch and share and laugh. I'm like, okay, all right, cool. <laughs> and then I continue, continue doing videos because there's a, there's a level of euphoria that comes with people. When you, when you put up something and people are saying, yeah, this shot, oh, yeah, let me share uh -huh. this. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. So, so I continued mm -hmm. and then Travis. Um, who was more seasoned at the time, saw one of my videos, and he's like, yo, we should do a video together. And I'm okay. like, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> so we did a video together, and then his fan base started checking out my stuff, and then it just started getting crazy, and then I just started building from there. And it took me like six years to be like, you know, the Bella Blair. <laughs> doing Okay, so it was uh, that long. It, was, it wasn't, uh, okay, we just did it, it for a year. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm -mm. No, yeah. and and you know, to be honest, I never, I never really wanted to pursue that. It was just more of a fun thing until after university when I was earning from YouTube because I was one of the first persons to be in Jamaica and getting paid by YouTube. Every time that YouTube did have partnership, so yes. you had to become a YouTube partner, and then you could have signed up for payments and thing. I was one of the first people out of Jamaica to be YouTube partner and getting paid and thing. Yeah. So I was earning during school. And when I finished school now, I was like, okay, I can still earn. And I did earn. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I continued and continued. And then I was like, you know what? When a side of me wasn't being filled, or satisfied that's the musical side because a lot of people don't know that i started music before comedy because i was in jamaica's digital rising stars what i didn't know yeah. that uh-huh i came fifth in 2010 yeah and what was your name at that time there tony blair okay so at that time it was tony blair at that time mm -hmm. God, yeah. and then you switch. Something you brought up just now. You said you were one of the first people to actually get paid from YouTube at that time. If mm -hmm. you don't mind disclosing, what was your first paycheck like from YouTube? I think it was three thousand US or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> at but that was, time there. 
it was much because back then, as I said, a lot of people weren't on YouTube. So YouTube was paying out like, mm-hmm. it was cash, you know? That's crazy. That was in a- Jamaica, 3,000 US from, uh, from basically the internet pay you? It's like... I'm going to listen, girl got student loans and stuff. <laughs> not coming like nothing. <laughs> crazy, crazy. You talked about your characters. And one of your earlier characters, my favorite characters that I got introduced to you was um, Punchy and um, Brittany. Yes. And Brittany. Those were the characters. Yes, yes. How did you even <laughs> come up with those? I was just about to say they're based off very real people. <laughs> <laughs> Punchy was from um, this friend that I had. As I told you, I was in music before. So I used to to tour with Queen Africa and Tony Rebel um, as a background singer. Yeah, look at him. Hey, all right. New information. Okay. Okay. (laughs) No idea. I I had um, my backup singer friends who became sisters. One was um, Dinette and the other one was Yasmin. Punchy is really Dinette. Because when I just started singing with them, you know, new environment, new girls, especially to be around, I was more of a little, you know, a little stushy, stushy thing. Okay, all right. <laughs> so did it. I'm called Deja. She, she used to be like the, the dog, you know, at the time, smoke weed and thing. And she's like, come on, come on, 20 minutes, stush, stush, man. <laughs> no, no, no. I don't, I don't do those type of stuff. Sorry. No. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I admired how free she was to just be herself, you know, and how free she was to to just say anything with come her mind. And I observed her a lot. <laughs> and she knows that Punji is her. She's like, you know, she, people always come up to her and say, Are you are you are you broke up, Bella? Don't you? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, because Punji is so far from my real personality that it's just like even when people see me in person, he'll like, hi. Yeah. I'm like, hi. And I'm like, so are you? The master, are you? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's me. But then when I say, good. I say, oh, she. It's a character. You know how to turn it off and turn it on. And a lot of people, they, they don't get that. They think that you're always on. No, mm-hmm. like sometimes you just want to be normal and just be Bella. You understand? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So with the comedy, how long did you, you said you did the comedy for about six years? Yeah, about six, roughly six years. Yeah. Okay. And where was the switch where you said, okay, no more comedy. I wanted to get into music. What, as you said, part of you was not being fulfilled. And what actually made you say, okay, no comedy, straight music now? You know, when it started affecting my mental health is when I had to take it seriously because I was, you know, sad and depressed. <laughs> I mean, it's a real thing, you know. I used to see people say, oh, mental health is a real issue. It's a real thing. I've, I've experienced it. You know what I mean? And <clears throat> because I'm very good at songwriting, very good at um, producing. A lot of people don't know that I co-produce a lot of my tracks. Um, I'm very good at music in general you know so when so when you grow up doing all these things and you just start the one thing where you never plan for the or set out for the and then there's all these demands from all the people around the world who are tuning in it took it took a toll on me and i was like you know what Mm -mm. i need to do something for myself 
I've got fans and supporters and I'm like, yeah, I know it will be hard to disappoint some of them, but you know, sometimes you just have to say, yo, you have to do what's best for you, right? 100%. So, so that's what I decided to do. I was like, hey, music, here I come. I live for one smarty out. Let's do it. <laughs> and what was that transition like where you were the comedian? Now it's like the comedian turned singer, even though they don't really know it was a singer turned comedian back to singer. What was that transition yeah. like? Oh, very hard. Very, very, very hard. Because, you know, you want to market yourself as something else, but people know you for doing comedy skits so you can't just like, say well i'm bella with a song but, but what is that some people even when i upload content is like lol is the first thing and i'm like wait but no this is serious why <laughs> 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 oh, you laughing at this <laughs> like, you know, what a joke day what a joke day i mean i seek for real like <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a really hard trend transition for you at that time there especially yeah. where as i was telling you earlier you were one of the first females or even not even females one of the first comedians to actually embrace youtube and instagram at that time at that time there so then yeah. now for you to transition people just want to sometimes leave you in a box and you're trying to tell them no i could uh -huh. do other things also I'm not the one. Yeah. <laughs> people try to put me in a box all the time. But I mean, you know, you can, if you follow people, you go down the wrong street. Mm -hmm. You have to know where you want to go and go. <laughs> and what year was it that you actually started to put back out music after you stopped the comedy? 2016. 16. Okay. So yeah, 16. And what was, what was the first track that you had put out? Yeah, that's the year I put out um, my first or my debut single called Jamaica. Actually, that's not my first first ever body of work or first ever project. Yeah. I did a collaboration with a DJ in Portugal um, years before that, 2011, right after Rising Stars. Um, I linked up with Stephen Stewart. I don't know if you know him. Sounds <laughs> um, Yeah, and... From, he was working at Harry J Studios at the time and a DJ from Portugal came to Jamaica looking for like songwriters and things. But Stephen knew of my songwriting capabilities, <laughs> I guess. And he called me and I did a track and I sang the track and they're like, okay, you can do it. You can be the artist on the track. And that song did well in Portugal, you know. Well, a lot of people don't know that in Jamaica. <laughs> and it was and under Tony Blair. It was under yeah. Tony Blair. Tony Blair, okay. Jigsaw, and it was a more of a like a house track. <laughs> yeah, it was really so fun. What was the, so then how come when you came back to music, you didn't just go back to Tony Blair, you just kept the Bella Blair at that time there? Because, you know, I already had garnered a lot of fans and a lot of people knew me as Bella Blair. So I felt like transitioning or changing my name at that point would be pointless. I feel like people would understand that, hey, this is a transitionary process. And Tony Blair, the, um, Bella Blair is now a singer, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah. that worked out like... So that's why so I didn't it. Makes sense. And did you stop putting out skits altogether or you put out skits here and there? Uh, you know, I tried to do the skits thing and music at the same time, but it's 
it didn't work out and it's very hard people don't understand the amount of work they have to put in you know what i mean um to even do just comedy alone much less for the comedy plus music it, it was very tedious so i decided to stop altogether after like some months <laughs> i decided <laughs> to stop altogether the music and just get music full full swing okay so then you said 2016 was um jamaica the song jamaica how did that single do for you at that time there at the time i it did way more than i was expecting okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. because i got the attention of um david rodigan mm-hmm. who is like he's been a really big supporter of mine you know i really appreciate the efforts that him put out to support me because he really truly believed in my talent. You know, when he came to Jamaica for BBC One Extra Live um, recordings, he called me to Jamaica. When he come back again, he called me again. I feel like <laughs> he was just rallying for me, you know. And he played Jamaica on his track week after week for about ten weeks until it was like I don't know if it was what, number one or something. <laughs> and, yeah. He said, he said to me in person, yo, Bella, when I went to, you know, he got an accent, yo, Bella, when I went to, I don't know if it was Ibiza or something, I don't want to call her wrong country name. Yeah. So, and so, and I played that track, the place went wild. Crazy. <laughs> Crazy. Somewhere where you haven't even been yet, but your music touched these places already. And that's so crazy. Oh man, I'm so, I'm so blessed because when I check because I'm very hands-on when it comes on to the, not only the creative side of my my music, but the business aspect. So I get to see where my, my views and my listenerships are coming from. And when I see the country, they may say, well, lad, me used to tour Europe and some of them country, I mean, never did it. And I have <laughs> listenership there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy and overwhelming sometimes to see the amount of support I get outside of my country which is jamaica you know i'm forever grateful and happy that i made the decision that you know i will venture out into the land of music for sure for sure 100 percent agreed you brought up something you're deep in you're very hands-on so i guess you see your analytics and all those stuff there when it comes yeah. to the industry right now do you believe that there's still gatekeepers in music where with the advent of the internet it's almost like you could go anywhere and nobody could tell you whatever. I mean, my philosophy would probably sway more to thinking that if if something happened to you, nobody can stop it. But definitely there are gatekeepers in the music industry, you know, I'm, as, as in any other industry. You have people who can put you on, give you opportunities um, quick, 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 and you reach very quicker than when you don't have that opportunity you know what i mean it's only natural it's 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 a part of every industry but yeah there are gate, gatekeepers and there are people who can provide opportunities for people if they believe in the talent i guess or if they have some other form of relationship i don't know <laughs> yeah, i hear you know but even though with the but you don't think it's made it a bit easier since the advent of the internet where you could go straight to your consumer. So you don't have to necessarily have a record label or anything like that. You're just straight to consumer. Honestly, at one point when um, social media just came out Mm -hmm. and um, it was kind of fair where, 
you could put out your content and it would reach your your subscribers or followers or whatever no it's all going back to label where label um control the views or control um what content is seen by whom so when it just came out i'd say yeah now not so much we, we don't have much control anymore yeah and you find so that that makes sense here because definitely somebody like you that's been playing on the internet for a while I wanted to ask you a question like that because you would more or less have an answer for something like that. Oh now, yeah, it was totally different back in the past oh, where sure. where if your subscribers would I get a notification when you put out content. Now it's like, oh, you have a new video? Oh, <laughs> didn't know. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll check it out, probably. <laughs> All right, 2016, your song Jamaica did very good for you. What was your next musical step after that? My debut EP, Aura. Okay. Yes. Yep. Aura. Six songs, I believe. Mm -hmm. Six and what songs. year did that come out? Um, the year after, 2017. 2017. Is it 2017? Girl, you better remember. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And how did that do for your career? Uh, it, it went well. Mm -hmm. um, it was my first EP, you know, a lot of people. It was kind of, I don't want to say experimentative, but mm -hmm. it was kind of seeing what people liked from me so each song on the ep had a different kind of vibe had, had a different energy had a different approach to the music and it's i don't want to say different genre because i believe that there's one genre for me and that's fusion because i yeah. just i just do what you know what i'm inspired to do but every Every song on the EP had a different vibe, a different energy. If you could check it out, you're like, oh yeah, you still you still know that it's Bella, of course, but it have a you know a little difference, a little. And I said, okay, so she can do this too. Okay, she can do this too. All right, but yeah, and that was strategic, you know, because I really wanted to see the response of people to the different types of songs. And I got what I needed from the EP. <laughs> <laughs> you got the responses that you're looking for. Yes, I'm yes. a scientist at heart. <laughs> yeah, you always, because you're trying to reverse engineer your audience to see what connects and okay, if this connects, let's dig deeper into this right here. Yeah, definitely. You know, I don't know music for me. If it was for me, I'm a good create and bop out in my studio, but it's not for me. It's really for the people. You know what I mean? Really for the people who tune into your energy and like what you do and support you. So <clears throat> I have to, I, have to, I don't want to say constantly be trying to please them, but know what your audience is into for sure. so that you can get everybody from the same page, everybody in the same bathroom too. <laughs> makes sense. All right. So then this brings us right up to your new song right now. Mm -hmm. Give me a light. Give me okay. a light. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you what I feel about the song, and then you're going to tell me about the song. All right. When, let's hear when it. I listened to the song, it almost made it seem like if I smoke weed, I would become sexy right away. It just like <laughs> <sexy>. <laughs> <laughs> had a real sexy feel to it. Smoke and become sexy or attractive. That's and float <laughs> away. That's how it felt. You know what yeah. I mean? How did you come up with that there? Uh, okay. 
So one day I said to um I said to a friend of mine, you know, I want to write a weed song. Mm-hmm. And they're like, You want to write a weed song? Mm-hmm. But you know everybody think weed song, them automatically think one job. I'm a bun Yes, alas, yeah, you know, blessed love. Yeah. Greetings in the name. Yeah. But, <laughs> but no, but I wanted to make it different. I wanted to make it sultry because that's kind of part of my vibe. The sultry, soft, not really attacking and then like, more word, more word. <laughs> no, not me. I'm more like, you know, smooth killer kind of vibes. And I was like, I want to make it different because I, I don't hear no weed song that's all like that. And I guess my newfound love for marijuana because years missing me not touch that thing and I miss him not do it, not do it, not do it. And then under certain circumstances, <laughs> we'll, we'll leave unnamed. <laughs> no one gets in trouble. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. I decided to um try and then, you know, we developed a relationship, Mary Mary Buana and I. Yeah. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna write. I'm gonna write a song. Mm-hmm. Got the title, got the first verse and thing. Um um link up with Frankie, create magic. Mm-hmm. Um it's here today <laughs> but yeah it's totally my vibe i really i really wanted to make a weed song with a difference you know and big up frankie music every time you know say frankie before me and frankie worked together he saw me in a session like probably one either one or two years before and he was like she not know me you know she's a superstar and i miss what you mean <laughs> and then bab here we are working together it's full circle crazy. yep <laughs> crazy because what i like with it you flip that style so many different ways you gave them the sing and then it's almost like you you gave them a dj sing j but it was still in the same sultry type of vein mm-hmm. yeah because i'm a vibe i'm yeah. a vibe i mean if you listen to if you listen to all my other songs you'd notice that all of them have a sultry kind of you know vibe to it yeah, yeah. No, one hundred percent agree. And I seen the video the other day. What was the concept behind the video? Oh, uh, but you know, to be honest, <laughs> I never really had a concept. Of all things from all people that always has so many things going on in your mind, you're gonna tell me you really didn't say, Okay, Ooh. this is the treatment, this is how I want it. No, I was just like, yo, let's do a cool weed video. Yeah. <laughs> um, GD directed it. You know, he mm-hmm. sent me the treatment over. And I was like, okay, let's do it. Mm-hmm. You know, I really never have like a like a concept in mind right away. That's the honest truth. <laughs> yeah. It comes to you. When you see it, when you hear it, when you feel it, you know it. That's it. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. That's how creative people. And right now, how is that song doing for you right now, the song and the video? Man, it's doing good. I mean, I just released the video. So, you know, we got to promote and um, put it in front of people to see, especially with the new YouTube algorithm. <laughs> things are crazy and weird in the YouTube world yeah. right now. And things are just crazy overall. You know, promotion for anything is really crazy right now, you know, with the COVID um, situation going on. We not being able to tour and do in-person interviews, you know, live events and stuff. 
but it's doing well, you know. It's playing everywhere. When I say everywhere, I mean everywhere. Everybody's linking me. People asking me for dubs. I'm like, oh my god, guys. <laughs> of course, that's that's what you need. That, and then they want you to switch it around a bit. When you put in a dub plate style, that's when you know, okay, it's really mm -hmm. connected. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, I've done dubs before. It's really. I wouldn't say I'm a dope kind of artist, but when I do it, it's special and it's exclusive, you know? So it's like, oh, you got to build a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, it's doing well, man. I've never played that song for somebody and they said they don't like it. Everybody loves the joint, yeah, you know? Hot, hot song. As I said, it makes you feel Thank like you, you build a spliff <laughs> and you just smoke it and you become sexy right away. <laughs> Even yeah. some people on my Instagram, they're like, I don't, I don't smoke, but listening yeah. to this song makes me feel all good inside. Trust <laughs> me, trust me, Bella, trust me. Got two questions for you before I got you out of here, all right? We okay. talked about your comedy, your music and everything. So then what I need to know was, when would you say would have been, so far, would have been the highest point in your career where you, you felt your best in your career so far? Not there yet. No, but that's why I said you have to. You've had to, even if you had a career for one week. There, it might have been Wednesday. Yes, I felt good on this Wednesday here. There had to be some point where you felt really good in your career. I've had a lot of those moments, honestly. Um, when I first saw um, myself in a commercial that I created, conceptualized, um, put together on TV. When I got my first TV show that I wrote, I scripted all of that. When I got my first single, that's, you know, almost 100% me, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. um, when I got my first EP, you know, every milestone for me is when I say, yo, I feel good. Yeah. The release of Give Me a Light. <laughs> all right. So then if I ask you the highest, when would you say you would have felt like the lowest in your career so far? the lowest when i had to give up comedy and disappoint a lot of people but it's something that i had to do but that was the lowest point because i, I also was going through a, you know a lot and i was in a dark place so mm -hmm. yeah i understand i i definitely and the reason why i ask you something again a lot of people see you smiling on camera doing all this stuff and making us laugh but they don't realize who makes you laugh? Who makes you happy? You understand? Yeah. And they don't get that part there. Mm-hmm. True. You, you understand. All right. Give me the lights out right now. Where could they figure it? Where could they find it? On what digital platforms? Where is it right now? All digital platforms. If you have Spotify, if you have iTunes, if you have Tidal, if you have any of them, it's mm -hmm. there. You can go on YouTube, find it, Lyric Video Daddy, official video out now. They can mm -hmm. follow me on Instagram at Blair. Um, Facebook, I'm Bella Blair on Facebook. You type it in, you find me. Type it in Google, and I'm there. All I'm right. your they can Google you. <laughs> yeah, Google me. <laughs> Before I get you out of here, can I please get a piece of Give Me the Light? Of course. Of course. <clears throat> <clears throat> I'll drink, I'll drink the water for you. Hold on. <laughs> Fresh. Let's go. I know. Mm. I remember when I dropped my key a little bit. Well, I'm loaded up. Give me a light. Give me a light. Give me a light. 
When I roll it up, give me a light, give me a light, give me a light. Oh, muscle head, fast fibers a lot, or my catchy. Anyway, the fire day, I will bunny. High grade body day, secondary. Highway passed up shelf, call me a graduate. Weed, I study it, got diploma, master's degrees in it. What is life without weight, no funding it? What's the song without me, a potential hit? Licking on my brain, I make it run right out. Second number vibes get some for plays. Medulla gets love with. Rap, rap, rap. No, it, trust me, that vibe is so, it's so sultry, crazy. And it's like, I see that there's so many big things coming for you down the pipeline as soon as we could start to, I guess, travel again and all of that stuff. It's definitely going to be, I'm um, looking no, out for you. Yeah, it's funny. I start. I plan to start um, touring this year and it was just mm -hmm. like, hey. Yeah. <laughs> but this is, this is downtime now for you to almost perfect something, learn something new, or just experiment a lot more before you actually take the act on the road. Yeah, no, of course. And I'm working on my, my next EP. <laughs> what do you have a name for it yet or that comes after mm -mm, the fact? Mm -mm, i don't have a name or a date or anything yet but the, the the plan is for it to be released to next year yeah next year 2021 all right so listen amazing conversation amazing vibe thank you so very much for the laughs thank you so very much for the music thank you so very much for making me smoke weed and feel sexy thank you thank you, thank you. <laughs> no thank you for having me you know thanks for the support thanks for having me on here i really appreciate it no man no problem at all let me give you an outro and get you out of here well right. ladies, well ladies and gentlemen this is muscle and this has been another two line music huts entertainment report podcast and we are out. Out. <laughs> this podcast is brought to you by www.twolinedmusicut.com. <laughs>